Yeah, man. I'm out here. Oh, hi, by the way. It's, uh, what is it? May 30th. I'm in Pittsburgh in the parking lot of the Dillons. Oh, I got a delivery. Except, one second. Jesus, I'm still not awake. <clears throat> Directions took me to Burger King, but I'm supposed to go to Arby's and they're right next to each other. Oh God, my allergies. Take the second right onto West 20th Street, then turn left onto North Walnut Street. Allergies are starting to come back. I double dosed on uh, Zyrtec to try to get ahead of it because like, I knew the weather with no rain to keep all the pollen out of the air, I was gonna, I was gonna be in for a world of hurt. And now I'm like, oh, oh. So my neighbor apparently is moving. Uh, it's the last day of the month. She doesn't want to pay for the next month. I guess I don't know. I never even got a chance to talk to her. And then I realized she might be a fucking child. I don't know, cause like she looks like a woman, but uh, her RV is pretty nice, you know. So that all synced up. I was like, oh, she's just chosen to live in an RV because it's cheaper. Yada, yada, yada. I made a bunch of assumptions. Truck's hooked up today when I got out of the RV. Uh, woke up. It's like 5 p.m. Switching my schedule around. I look at it. Neighbor pulls in. Guy gets out. I assume it's her boyfriend. But the way he's talking to her, fuck, it might have been her dad. I don't know. Saying her by her full name. <laughs> uh telling her he needs her to do x y and z um and then she's throwing like a fucking straight up kid's temper tantrum stomping her feet no i was like what is going on here i don't know but uh got me thinking about like kids you know wanting their own space when i was growing up i lived on uh, Innsbruck in Shiloh, Illinois at 10 Innsbruck. So it was like the corner near the top of the hill. Neighbors a couple houses down when their son, I don't know if he was in high school or college. I was too young at that point. I was just like, the kid was older. That's all I knew. Um, they just put a fucking trailer in their driveway, the way their driveway was situated is it went all the way down to the back of the house where they had like a little, I don't want to call it a parking lot, but the driveway was bigger and you could park multiple cars. And uh, they just straight up hooked him up with his own space in the, the fucking driveway. And I always thought that was the coolest thing. Maybe that's, maybe a, that's where I was like, oh, RVs, you know. But um, I always thought that was cool. And my friend Liz... With her son, um, did not quite the same thing. He's old enough, make his own decisions. But they, they are living in separate mobile homes or whatever. Give him his space. I, I never asked her the reason why. She just made a casual mention of it at one point in time that he had his own deal, and I just assumed he was old enough, you know, whatever. So, um, hold on, my house is coming up here. Let me see. It's Anyway, <clears throat> I was just thinking that's actually a pretty creative solve. Sorry about the sound. I need the hands free to work some other stuff while I'm 
doing orders. Uh, so there's probably a lot of bass because it's getting the residual sound of the engine. And I have the windows open because it's gorgeous. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting solve for when kids need space, but also they get old enough to have their own, you know, they want to want to prove that they're older. Um, giving them that kind of space and then making them responsible for fixing the shit. Fucking, that's training for having your own place down the road. Is this a fire pit? Right. I'm on the corner of Memorial and Catalpa. There's like a fire ring right in the middle of this random empty... Huh. Alright. There's a bunch of baseball fields. I like Pittsburgh. <clears throat> After being here a week, I like it. It's, um... It's, it reminds me of Lawrence, and I really liked Lawrence. I just didn't get to spend much time there. It's got some of the stuff that I expect from, like, a college town, but, you know, it doesn't have all the the crap, I guess. It's got some of the unique stores, some of the box stores of a suburban area, um, and, and the chain restaurants or whatever. It's got some of the mom-and-pop shops and, and, and restaurants some of the unique stores that you would see in like a college town but it doesn't have big town problems it seems like it's pretty chill it's also summertime and all the kids are home so maybe the town emptied out for the summer I don't know but seems like enough people here for me and it's quiet oh my god it's quiet especially at night this job in 800 feet turn left driving food around at night oh so chill here you used to get a little white knuckle trying to drive with New England drivers all over the Turn fucking left. place but here it's like everything's a grid system like the Buckminster Fuller gridded city system man so fucking cool pretty much always hitting Broadway that's basically the main drag alright and I figured out that if I post up at Dylan's or Applebee's, it's like the quickest in and out possible for all the places where the orders come from. So I got like my, I already got like a routine down on where to post up. Fucking sweet, man. Like, Wendy's is okay. I like their breakfast. I'm not a Wendy's twice in the same day kind of guy. Much less a door dashing Wendy's twice in the same day kind of guy. Much less door dashing Wendy's twice in the same day and not tipping both times kind of guy. That's annoying. If you got the money to drop on DoorDash for Wendy's then, bro, like, I get $3 for a fucking delivery unless I get a tip. It's $3, and I got to drive all the way across town for your ass just to not tip me? Get the fuck out of here. All right, it's uh, June 3rd now. So I think I've got it figured out. I basically get stiffed exclusively during the daytime it's like 
people will order whatever and I would say close to half of the orders that I get during daylight hours stiff on the tip once night settles that's where I make up the difference because any orders that are bought at midnight uh, all the way up until midnight after sunsets they all tip don't know what it is with daywalkers they they want someone to fucking feed them and they want to eat out but they don't want to they don't want to tip which sucks because like for DoorDash it's based on like how far away it is it seems like so I basically only get three dollars for delivery which is kind of a pain in the ass when you figure in gas and stuff like that but yeah I figured it out on days I'm making between eight and ten dollars an hour but once sunsets I'm making between 17 and 20 dollars an hour so kind of annoying that part of my day has to be spent on days in order to get to my mark of 83 bucks or more per day Ugh. I just had a dude while I was picking up an order try to make chit chat with me and be like oh DoorDash wouldn't hire me because I had a hit and run from a few years ago I was like well yeah that's a crime <laughs> what? you hit somebody and fled and then got caught yeah I wouldn't fucking hire you to drive for a living either it's like hiring a, a shoplifter to be our, your fucking shoplifting security at JCPenney's it doesn't make any sense. What? Alright, so having had some time to digest the impact of that just arbitrarily volunteered information about an almost manslaughter, uh, I realized I'm going to be seeing this guy again doing work here because I'll be picking up multiple orders from this location so I need to have like a prepared response when he talks crazy uh, so I've decided to go with something very non-committal that I picked up in a pitch meeting uh, this is a YouTube channel by Ryan George I think that's his name and when they say something super crazy in the pitch meeting he just goes huh seems like the best way to go because it's to them it's like an affirmation no keep going but it's also non-committal and uh, doesn't like I don't know bind me to anything incriminating hopefully so yeah there's that it's, a, it's an interesting day Alright, so it's June 7th. I think I'm going to end season one because I haven't been recording because they're just, you know, just working every day, driving, so there's nothing really exciting. Nothing crazy happening with the RV life. Although my water heater just went out, so I don't know. I might have some add addendums, but... Take the next left onto North Broadway. Alright. Um, 
I did want to close though talking about cryptocurrency. If you're in the RV lifestyle and you haven't spent any time learning about blockchain or cryptocurrency yet, you should. Typically the people who get drawn to the RV lifestyle are people who want a higher degree of freedom, which also means a higher degree of personal responsibility. So cryptocurrency is entirely that. It is personal responsibility to the max. You turn yourself into a bank. But by doing so, you are eliminating anybody's ability to take your money, which is hours of your life that you spent being productive. They, nobody can take them anymore. The government, they can raise taxes on crypto, but they can't see how much crypto you have. They can't. They can't take control of it. They have zero access or ability to see anything. So when you die and pass the passwords and stuff to your children, they can gain access to it and there's nothing that the government can do. They can't try to take control of it and redistribute it to whatever the flavor of the week is. Lobbyists that lobbied them or social issue that people are finding In a important. Mile, your destination will be on the right. Any of that stuff that people use as leverage to push the government to bullying other people out of their money, none of it matters once you have it secured, your assets secured in crypto. Nobody can ever take it from you, ever. So if you don't know what it is, now I talked about blockchain and crypto being an effect of blockchain, but it's not an effect that should be overlooked. Just do yourself a favor, look up uh, Crypto Casey and uh, see her, some of her videos on blockchain and Bitcoin because she's got a great way of explaining things. And I think if it works with the way you want your RV lifestyle to work, then you can incorporate it now. But it is the future. It's coming whether people want it to or not. It'd be, it would behoove you to learn about it now. With that, I'm going to go. I'll see you guys season two.